0: you were going to tell me, Abby, there is a timeless song that no matter the time of year, we like to sing, especially if it falls on a day on a Sunday where there's a large group. Malia, I'm not going to make you stand up. I won't even make you look around. I won't even look at her, but it's Malia's birthday today. She is eight years old, and nobody's going to look at her because at eight years old, we're shy, but we're going to sing to her. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you.
1: Happy birthday dear Melita. Happy birthday
0: to you. On there we go. Helps to turn the mic on. Perfect. Put all the money right in there. For the kids that are staying up here, that are normally looking for a, uh, that are normally looking for a kids bulletin, there is none this morning because I am not going to talk very long. Um, there is no bulletin insert because I am not going to talk very long. I bet if we let Silas walk around with that bucket, we'd get sweet. Oh. Almost had him. <laughs> oh, okay. Very good. Remembering Nicole. Remembering Nicole, that was what was on the piece of paper that was handed out at the beginning of my cousin's memorial up in Alaska last weekend. Remembering Nicole. The instructions were to write down a memory for the family and then turn it in on your way out. Now there was, I don't know, final numbers, but somewhere between 750 to 1,000 people there. So we couldn't have done a time of open mic. We couldn't have done community sharing. So this is what was given. And it was, a, I would assume, a great opportunity for those people to share their memories. Not just for them to heal and grieve, but a good time for the family. Who, of course, lost a 24-year-old daughter and a sister. I can't even begin to imagine it. But I would guess there was a little consolation getting to read the impact that she had on so many people's lives, remembering Nicole. Now, the very same card could have been passed out at Beth's father-in-law's memorial this past Tuesday, remembering Larry. I would guess that we would have gotten quite a few good memories um, that people wrote down, and it would have given us some consolation on a difficult first Christmas without dad and grandpa, remembering Larry. Perhaps we could have handed out a card that said remembering Tilly, or remembering Gordon, or remembering... Bessie, I've been back now from sabbatical for three months tomorrow, and since being back, uh, somehow, Abby and I are connected to, it's either nine or ten homegoings. So it's been a a challenging fall. But for each of us, we do find some solace in remembering the people. We find some consolation in the memories. Sarah McLaughlin sings a song titled, I Will Remember You, and the chorus goes like this. It says, I will remember you. Will you remember me? Don't let your life pass you by. Weep not for the memories. So remember those who have gone before you. Moses, in the Bible, was nearing the end of his life, and he gathered the Israelite people together. He had spent a lot of time with them. He had spent much of that time wandering in the desert with them. Once he had them gathered, he sang them a song. Now, much of the song dealt with what God had done for the people in the past, and much of what he had done had been his faithfulness to the people during their unfaithfulness to him. I was reading this song of Moses, and one of the words, one of the lyrics jumped out at me. Deuteronomy 32, verse 7. Moses sang, remember the days of long ago. Think about generations past. Ask your father, and he will inform you. Inquire of your elders, and they will tell you. Remember the days of long ago. Think about generations past. Before we go on, let's pray. Lord God, we thank you for this morning. We thank you for uh, the end of a season. God, we recognize that just because the trees start getting put away and the lights don't get turned on, that we have to stop celebrating you. I pray that we would remember this season. We would remember what it means, and we would continue to celebrate the birth of Christ. Uh, May may Christ continue to grow in each of us, even as we uh, progress forward in this next year. I pray this in Jesus' name, amen. This morning we wrap up our Advent series, which if you've been here at all, you know the theme is Remember. we spent much of the last five weeks looking at the idea of remembering found in the Old Testament. Now in the entire Bible, there's over 230 references to this idea of remembering, most of those are in the Old Testament, and with that being the case, there's no way we could have covered every verse. We couldn't cover every idea or every theme of remembering. But a few have risen to the top. We've looked at remembering the covenant, the covenant that God made with Abraham, and well, as well as the covenant that he made with us. We've looked at remembering Egypt and how God rescued his people from 430 years of slavery, as well as how God rescues us from our slavery to sin. This uh, Christmas Eve, we looked at remembering the mighty acts of God, the big, the grand, the, the miraculous, as well as the perhaps the mightiest act, God becoming one of us, God becoming flesh wrapped in a, in a baby's blanket, swaddling clothes. This morning, I want to tell us that God is reminding us to remember the past. Remember the past. Moses saying, remember the days of long ago. Remember generations past. I want to tell us that this doesn't have to be years and years and years ago. You could remember the past and it'd be a couple of days ago. You could remember the past and it could be a couple of minutes ago. Like I will remember not to sing to Malia in front of people. (laughs) In a few moments, we're going to let you guys share some of what you remembered from 2015. This past week, we put out a midweek email encouraging you guys to think through the ways that you saw God moving and working this past year, to remember 2015. If you didn't get that, we'll give you just a couple of moments to think through what you're going to say. This morning is going to be a corporate time of remembrance. Before we get to that, though, what got me thinking about this idea of corporate remembrance was how many times in the Old Testament God said to his people, Remember what went on in the past. Remember generations long ago. Remember the lessons that I taught your fathers and their fathers' fathers and the fathers before them. Many times God told his people to remember who they were. And that reminder oftentimes was you were once slaves. We saw that in the sermon on Remember Egypt. Just about every time God could, he took the opportunity to remind the people who they were. In a call for the Israelite people to release their Hebrew slaves, God said this. If a fellow Hebrew slave sells himself to you, himself or herself, to be your servant, and serves you for six years, in the seventh year you must set that servant free. When you release a male servant, do not send him away empty-handed. Give him a generous farewell gift from your flock, your threshing floor, and your wine press. Share with him some of the bounty which the Lord your God has blessed you. Remember that you were once slaves in the land of Egypt, and the Lord your God redeemed you. That is why I'm giving you this command. There was another time where God was talking about how to treat um, orphans and widows and foreigners. And he said this in Deuteronomy 24. He said, True justice must be given to foreigners living among you and to orphans, and you must never accept a widow's garment as security for her debt. Always remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God redeemed you from that slavery. That is why I have given you this command. Now, he doesn't stop. He keeps going. When you're harvesting your crops and forget to bring in a bundle of grain from your field, don't go back and get it. Leave it for the foreigners, the orphans, and the widows. Then the Lord your God will bless you in all you do. When you beat the olives from the olive trees, don't go over the boughs twice. Leave the remaining olives for the foreigners, orphans, and widows. When you gather the grapes in your vineyard, don't glean the vines after they are picked. Leave the remaining grapes for the foreigners, orphans, and widows. Remember that you were slaves in the land of Egypt. And that is why I am giving you this command. Always remember who you were, God tells his people. Now, going a slightly different direction, God also tells his people to remember the commands that he gave their ancestors. He says, remember your past. Remember what I taught you about how to follow God. Numbers chapter 15. Then the Lord said to Moses, give the following instructions to the people of Israel. Throughout the generations to come, you must make tassels for the hems of your clothing and attach them with a blue cord. When you see the tassels, you will remember and obey all the commands the Lord your God has given you. The tassels will help you remember that you must obey my commands. It says, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of the land of Egypt, that I might be your God at the very end of the Old Testament. In fact, the second to the last verse, God tells the prophet Micah to tell the people this, remember to obey the law of Moses, my servant. All the decrees and regulations that I gave to him on Mount Sinai for all Israel. So remember your past, God says. Remember how I told you how to live. And remember who you were. Now one final thing God reminded his people to always remember was quite simple. He says, remember God. Remember God. Exodus 20. Build my altar wherever I cause my name to be remembered and I will come and bless you. Deuteronomy chapter 8. Remember the Lord your God. He is the one who gives power, gives you power to be successful in order to fulfill the covenant he confirmed with your ancestors with an oath. Remember the Lord your God. When the enemies were threatening to hamper the work on the wall that Nehemiah was rebuilding, what did Nehemiah tell the people? Remember the Lord. He says, then as I looked over the situation, I called together the nobles and the rest of the people and said to them, don't be afraid of the enemy. Remember the Lord your God, who is great and glorious. So remember the Lord. Prophet Isaiah says something very similar. He says, don't forget this. Keep this in mind. Remember this, you guilty ones. Remember the things I have done in the past, for I alone am God. I am God and there is none like me. Now, even after the Israelites had been spread all over the place, even after different countries had come and conquered them, God is still reminding his people to remember him. Jeremiah chapter 51, he says, Remember the Lord, though you are in a far-off land, and think about your home in Jerusalem. Remember the Lord. It's all part of remembering of the past. Now, As you look back on this past year, in 2015, what will you remember? What will you see God's hand in, His doings, His actions? I had a friend ask me this past week what I was talking on today, and I, I was telling him, and I said, what do you remember about 2015? And he says, oh, it was a tough year, a challenging year. He says, but at the end of 2015, I've realized that I understand God's grace and His unfailing love more than I did at the beginning of the year. I think that's a victory when it comes to remembering the past, even just this past year. So remember the past, whether it was the death of a loved one or understanding God's grace and love more or something small or something big, doesn't matter. This morning, we now go into a time of corporate remembrance, and we want to keep it a time of worship still. So instead of just telling stories, we'll let you tell a story, and then after anyone shares, we'll do a response. I'll share, and all God's people said, and you guys will say, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. So we're going to practice that once. We're going to pretend that Miss Marlene just shared a story, and I said, ah, and all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. Okay, questions? We're looking to see ways you remember or what you'll remember about 2015, ways that God worked. Gary, I'm going to get your microphone. It's already in the back. We are, we are going to use a microphone. Uh, two reasons. One, we want everybody to be able to hear. And two, for the people who listen online, they can then hear also. So uh, as is always the case, grab the microphone, just like an ice cream cone, put it right up next to you, and talk. Talk. So, we're asking the question, what will you remember about 2015? Where did you see God moving? Thank
2: you. Okay. um, This year, I had several things go wrong with my house and things that I wasn't able to take care of myself. Um, But there were men in the church who stepped up and helped me fix everything from a bathroom fan to a hole in the eaves to the roof. And um, I want to make sure they remember that what they do is spreading God's love. And the, the work they did helping me is showing God's love to our congregation.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. I told Colleen we wouldn't be done until 11, so you guys are going to have to tell some stories.
2: I have two things. Um... First, well, this year was a year of change for me. Obviously, I graduated grad school and then moved all the way across the country from my family. <laughs> um, so the Lord was very good to me, providing a job for me right out of school and a place that I come to love and a church family. And I'm very thankful for that. Um, can,
0: can I cut you off right before the second one? Yeah. Okay. Just in case anybody doesn't remember, this is Heather. Okay. Hi. This is new, <laughs> new Heather. Um, old Heather's over there. we have uh we have prayed for a new heather before and i'm assuming that's where you're going next yes okay go ahead
2: um some of you may know that my uncle had a stroke um a couple months ago uh he had three blockages oh sorry he had a stroke he had three blockages um he basically became a vegetable for a while um all he could do was squeeze with two of his fingers on his left hand um but you guys have been praying, and I've been praying, and he now um, can feel touch in his whole body. He can move his whole left hand, or his whole left arm. Um, he can smile with one side of his face, and they're teaching him words again, and he can say H words now. So he's, he's starting to heal, and I hope that God continues to heal him in the next year.
0: Oh, very good. And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. 2015, what will you remember? Pastor, that was a long time ago.
3: Uh, Many of you, especially our small group, know that we pray for Dalton to accept Christ as a personal Savior for the last several years at least. And uh, this year, with no pressure from mom and dad, he did it on his own. And we're so thankful. And then uh, both boys accepted uh, the offer to uh, be immersed in Believer's Baptism in front of the congregation. And we so thankful for that. And uh, we're so proud of both boys for that.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
4: Well, a couple of things that I remember was the passing of two close friends. And the, both of these are, have been an inspiration to me. Gordon Hamilton and Bessie Rundle showed that God was in their life. And this is meaningful to me. We're close friends, but the Lord has given me further time, so I'm still here (laughs) to do His will. And all
0: God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
5: generally always have something to say. And it, one number one is that the older you get, the faster the year goes. So two, 2015 just kind of went right by. And I don't know that I can pick out just one particular thing, but my great comfort in life is knowing that every single day the Lord is with me. And every morning when I step out of bed, I know that, that he's going to guide me because I've asked him to do that. And it's, it's just so wonderful to live with the assurance that his hand is on me and he cares about me and he looks after me and the things that I need to look after. And uh, walking with the Lord is just the only way to walk. And so uh, even if I can't remember what I had for supper last night, I will always remember the love of the Lord in my life and my trust that he has enabled me to have in him.
0: And all God's people said... Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from You. Others?
4: I think I'll just stay standard. Um, Of you that don't know, I've been doing a jail ministry for, this is my 28th year. And uh, one of the things I don't like to remember is that back in September, for early part of September, they had to do a bunch of reconstruction work in the jail, and it's still going on. And they locked us volunteers for the chaplain out. So I've been like a caged wolf, just, oh, it's been rough. But early in the year, I got to go back and remember this because I had a young Russian man. I went into the jail and sat down and and uh, I asked him, I said, how are you doing? He says, well, you know, I've been looking in the Bible here. It seems like God speaks to me out of everything. And, and I said to him, well, have you ever met Jesus Christ? And And he didn't think he could say that he had. And I said, I just gave him the quick plan of salvation, and I says, "Would you like to pray that prayer with me here?" And and he he shook his head. Yeah, he would. And so we prayed that prayer that morning, and he stayed there. And I was working with another man. I want to tell you about him too, but uh, he uh, he had a pastor from his previous church. He uh, his his wife had him thrown in jail he'd been trying to get him to go to church for years and and drugs and uh, everything else uh, was always in the way and uh, he got in there and and uh, he could got to the point where he could listen to God in his life and um, so uh, his I got to meet his pastor once there and he'd come in and visit him and and pretty soon his pastor quit coming in and so him and I grew a real good relationship. And um, so he says, uh, I can't go home when I get out, but uh, we always play, pray for his wife and his two daughters, and he was going to go home and be with his grandparents who are, who are Christian people. And I said, now you got to, I said, she'll never believe what you tell her because you've lied to her for so many years. I said, you're going to have to show her how you live now. And that's what he started doing. And I still hope, his name was Dimitri, I, I still pray for him that they've reconciled and put things back together. But uh, anyhow, i would been going in to see another fellow and uh, he he was probably one of the most angry men I've ever seen. And uh, he, uh, uh, he had uh, gotten locked up in the upper cell, because he was arguing and going on. And and uh, his friend was telling me about it. And I said, well, why don't you give us a week and we'll pray about him, and then I'll go visit him. And so about a week to the date, I went up and I saw the man, and uh, I woke him up. I mean, he was sleepy, and he came over to the window and, and I had talked through the cell door. And so I started... I just gave him my t- testimony on how I got rid of my anger in my life, uh, and uh, he just, I, uh, when I got done, I says, how does that sound to you? He says, that sounds exactly what's going on in my life, and I said, well, are you ready to get rid of it? And He says, I am, and so he prayed with me, and I've just seen him, God just change him, he's just uh, he's just taken that old fire out of him, and he's just settled down, and he wants to reconcile with his wife and his children. And I mean, it's uh, so out of the misery of not getting to go back in. I still remember the the blessings of, of seeing these two men come to know the Lord. So
0: lives are being changed in 2015, and all God's people said, "Lord, we choose to remember the past." We choose to remember it was from you. Others.
6: Um, I have had diabetic neuropathy in my legs and my feet for some time now, many years, several years. And um, my legs would hurt constantly at night during the day, too and my feet had no feeling whatsoever. Um, And it was kind of hard, and I kept thinking, you know, if this keeps on, I'm not going to be able to drive, I won't be able to go places, I'll be stuck home all the time. Um, I heard uh, an advertisement on TV about a clinic um, that does things. And it was about stem, stem cell injections, and I'm real leery of stuff like that because of the scams that are out there, and I just, I didn't know, but I prayed and prayed about it, and I, so I thought, well, it doesn't cost me anything to go to the, the presentation, and I went downtown to the hotel and sat through the presentation, and it really, really sounded good, and so I called my one of my sons up and said, come on down here, I want you to listen to this, so we sat through it a second time, And we both decided to do it because he has problems with his shoulders and things. Um, And it's expensive. And so you don't, you know, you just don't know. And I just prayed, Lord, you know, make this work. Make this be something that's not a scam. That, you know, how do you know? So I did it. I had the the injections. And within a week, my legs are fine. They're not in pain anymore. They don't, you know, um, it's. Supposed to be like fireworks within your legs. Well, that's still a little bit of fireworks, but no pain with it, which used to be. And my lay my feet now are coming alive, which is kind of the bad end. They hurt because they didn't. They didn't hurt before. They were totally dead. So I really praise the Lord that it didn't turn out to be a scam and it did help and keep me going for a while.
0: And all God's people said. Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
7: Most of you know that every year we have highs and lows. Last year, 2015, was no exception for me. Uh, There were some great moments and there were some very difficult moments for me. And during those difficult moments, I reached out to my family, all of you sitting in this room, and I asked you to surround me with your prayers and love to help me get through the situation. And you all did, all of you. And not a day went by still that people aren't calling me, thinking of me, praying for me. And I just want to let you all know that this is a great family right here that you are all a part of, and all you need to do is let them know that you are hurting or you need something, and they're all going to be here for you. So thank you.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. What will you remember about 2015? 2015. I know one thing for myself and my family. I'll definitely remember uh, sabbatical from this year. Uh, you don't get that. Most people don't get that. So it was definitely a time of refreshment and renewal and re-energizing, and um, that'll be one of the highlights for this year for me. Well,
4: 2015 will probably. Be a year that I never forget because it was my first time being a mom. So all you moms know what that's like, to be waiting and waiting and waiting for this child, and um, not really knowing what what they're going to be like, what they're going to look like, if they're going to be healthy, um, worrying like all these little things. And God just takes care of it. It's 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 truly a miracle to have a child and know that God was the one that orchestrated all of that.
0: And all God's people said. Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. Others?
8: I don't, uh, I don't know exactly how to express this. I think in 2015, I had occasion to finally realize what incredible peace and strength that God gives you. I grew up in the Methodist Church. I've always prayed. I've always known that God will be with you. But in 2015, I went through one crisis that I had no right to ever get through I had always wondered how I would ever handle realizing that this is the end, that uh, it's over. But it it was uh, amazing to me the amazing peace that comes over you. You no longer question why, but you're just aware and I hope that when most of you reach different types of crises in your life, that that will be brought home to you. There, there's no way to put into words how you feel, but uh, it, it, you finally realize what it's all about. And the things on this earth the physical things, pain, possessions, nothing else, they don't matter. I think we, uh, we forget what a tremendous strength surrounds us all the time and what powerful love surrounds us. Like I say, this was a, a true revelation to me. And this is after growing up in the church and observing other people going through things.
0: And all God's people said? Lord, Lord we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. Anyone else? I
8: want to be I have no surgery for the eyes that I had trouble with. I don't have it anymore. don't have to worry about anything about them. And I'm thankful that the Lord has been giving me back some Bibles my brother can give away of mine. The Jewish Bible, the Greek Bible. The Roman Bible as well as the Protestant Bible. And mm-hmm. I, I'm thankful for all four of them. And praise the Lord
0: for And grateful for his blessings. And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
3: uh, It seems like everybody knows what I've been through as far as physical condition. This last year, my uh, specialist told me that I've been having a lot of stomach issues, and they said, there's nothing anybody can do for you, Bill. You're just going to have to live with the pain, take pain medications, and that's the way it's going to be. Well, we were getting ready to go down to California to see our granddaughter graduate from law school we made all the reservations and the lord had something else in mind i got a a blockage and long story short ended up in the hospital and there was a surgeon there a specialist which my doctor i remember saying he is my friend and he is the best one that i know in spokane Well, he happened to be on call that week that I was admitted, and I told him my story, and he says, You know, Bill, this was no accident. God planned us to be with you, and he did surgery on me. He did the scope, and I haven't had a bit of problems with my stomach, and I praise the Lord for that. The other thing was some friends of ours. You may have heard about it. He was involved with an accident out by Reardon. He ran into a train, and he died. This man and his husband loved the Lord beyond any measure that you could think of. And he was always praising the Lord, lifting up his children and grandchildren. There's going to be a memorial for him. Then the other highlight of our year for me was these two guys right here celebrating their 50th, and we thank the Lord for this couple and what a witness they are for everybody else, and I just thank the Lord, and he reminds us that no matter what we're going through, he said he will never leave or forsake us, and that's a God that loves us.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
2: Last year, I remember we were sharing, and the young couple over there were praying. They were praying for a baby. She had lost, had many miscarriages, which I related to. And I remembered to keep praying for them, although I don't remember their names. I kept praying, and I was so excited the birth of their baby and safe. And I praise God for that. And then um, Ken almost had a heart attack and God saved him. He just needed another stint. and got a severe scolding from his doctors, but <laughs> I praise God for that.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
5: I remember the windstorm of 2015, and the time without electricity, and especially the care that our son and daughter and their families showed us, all the ways they
6: helped us during that time.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. For those that don't know, this is my mom. My dad. They are celebrating their 43rd anniversary today. And they got to sleep in our church basement during the windstorm. Not during, but as a result of. So we got to help the local community. Others, what will you remember in 2015?
8: I had some foot surgery in November and I was in a lot of pain the first two or three days and Terry Mortenson called me and and I told her about it and she said, well, let me pray for you. And she prayed to the Lord to help alleviate my pain and I swear the next day I did not have pain. I didn't have to take painkillers anymore. And I've had so many people bring food to me and give me rides and going to the doctor and uh, bringing me to church. And I and it's all through the Lord.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
2: Um, what I'm going to remember from 2015 is that God gave me two new nephews, Oliver and Kendrick.
0: And all guys people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you.
1: I'd like to say it wasn't a severe scolding. <laughs> First off. It was just a gentle suggestion, but <laughs> but in twenty fifteen in March, my mom died um, it was you know it was hard, but it was good um, and um uh, you know, it, it was time. Um, and my mom had been a Christian for years and years. <sighs> Two weeks later, my youth group leader from the Quaker church died. And... Um, actually on Mom's birthday, I think. And um, I thought about it, that this man, his funeral, the church was packed. There were, you know, in the pews, they brought extra chairs in the rows for all the people. And... He was a had been a missionary, had obviously had such a huge uh, just a huge impact on so many lives through the years and I thought of my mom's funeral, and, you know, there were um, maybe 40 to max 50 people. And I know that mom had an impact on a lot of people's lives, but the thing that I talked about at the funeral was her impact living her life with an alcoholic husband and how ultimately um, a few weeks, really, maybe six to eight weeks before he died, he accepted Christ, he huh. he became a Christian. And I and and what I've thought about is what if what if the only what if my only uh purpose in life is to reach one person. what if that was all God had for me? what's my place in heaven compared to the person you know we always think of the Billy Grahams and the people who have who have had who have reached hundreds and thousands. But what if all God wanted from me was to reach one person? If all I need to do is to be faithful to that, to his purpose for me. And so I thank God that mom was faithful to his purpose.
0: And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to remember the past, we choose to remember it was from you.
9: Uh, once, years ago, Queen Elizabeth, the reigning monarch of the United Kingdom, once used the Latin phrase about a particular year when her children, her adult children were getting divorced, etc. And she said, "Annus Horribilis. Remember your Latin? That means the terrible year, a very bad year. And I I think, I think about Gary, I think about my young friend Jason, um, I think about losing one of my two most beloved companion dogs after many years, I think about my wife breaking her ankle, and then I'm hearing what you're saying, and I remember, hey, I started the year working out, I'd been back up to, you know, 38, 40 pounds on the back, two hours up in the hills. Then I got a frozen shoulder that I had to work through. Then I learned how to cook, <clears throat> and 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 once or twice, once I said it was horrible. Once she said, "What was the phrase?" It was from Chopped. It was, "This is inedible" or something like that. But other times I got complimented and stuff, and you know, and other things. And I see there, are, you know, there are good things that can happen. You're still here. He's with us right now. Um, yes, and Jim and Becky, the baby, and, and Tyler and Station. And yeah, there's lots of good stuff, but I'm going to tell you one. I was hesitant to get up, and that's very hard for a pastor to be hesitant to get up and say something, but I'm going to say one thing is I also went through radiation therapy for eight weeks, and hey, it's been something for the last four years. I Chaplain Bud Anstead, Full Bull Colonel Bud Anstead, and you heard this once before, said to me when he was lying on the hospital bed out at the base and I was visiting him, he said, Michael, you won't know how to visit somebody in the hospital until you've been in the bed yourself. I never forgot that, and I've been in the bed now four times, and model patient, they get out a day early all the time, sorry Bill, and I'll give you some love later, buddy. And by the way, he's one of the reasons, because this may be the Lord's church, but these are my people, and Bill is one of my closest brothers. But anyway, there I was. So working out, you know, various things like working out therapy on total knee replacements and such. And, and that was amusing in and of itself. One day, 14 months later, I sat across from the surgeon and great guy, Dr. Cody, with a K from Northwest Orthopedic. Yes, it's a plug. Put a triath- <laughs> wait, put a chrome alloy triathlete model in my knee, but, and I'm in my mid-60s. And I said, yeah, and I even took up bicycle riding, and I, you know, backpacking, hiking, swimming. I said, except when I did the butterfly. I said, that's a whip kick. And I said, I hurt that after minute, he looked. He said, Most people in our age zone don't do the butterfly anymore. But anyway, but radiation therapy was another ball game. You have to l- lie on a table for about 20 minutes and not move. And I was a week and a half into it and pretty grumpy and pretty snarly when I walked into, you wouldn't know it, but I wasn't my usual jovial self. And it was a Tuesday morning, sun was shining early part of May, was a week and a half into it, I'm walking from the car into the building, (laughs) I know this is Star Wars time, but Master Yoda came to me and said, try not, do or do not, there is no try. And then I remembered an American military man who was a prisoner of war in Vietnam. And they would take his wrists and put them behind his back and tie the rope on and lift them up and break his shoulders out every day. And he said, If that's the worst they can do to me, I'll embrace the rope then. I'll look forward to it. And then the Lord on the cross appeared, changed me completely. I was the life of the party, coming and going. Visiting with patients. The doc, the day I left, the last day was a Friday. We usually see him on a Tuesday. He heard me saying goodbye to the various people and getting hugs. He came out and hugged me goodbye. And all I want to say is, the Lord has a way of doing that kind of stuff. And taking Master Yoda, the American prisoner who has survived the POW camps, and then a quick image of myself, and I said, this is nothing, baby. (laughs) So you started it. And I appreciate hearing that the men showed you the love in this congregation. Yeah. I think that's what we're talking about. It's the Lord's church, but we're each other's people. Yeah. And all God's people said, Lord, we choose to
0: remember the past. We choose to remember it was from you. I'm sure there's a lot more we could probably share we're going to finish this morning with one more act of remembrance, and it's, uh, it's an act you guys know, uh, not from the Old Testament as we've been camped out in there, but from the New Testament when Jesus tells us to remember. Luke chapter 22, verse 19 and 20, Jesus took some bread, gave thanks to God for it, then he broke it in pieces and gave it to the disciples, saying, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this to remember me. After supper, he took another cup of wine and said, This cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood, which is poured out as a sacrifice for you. We want to finish the year taking communion together as an act of remembrance. This act, uh, so many people choose to look back and remember uh, for their present or for their future. But through this, God encourages us to remember the past as well. I'm going to have those that uh, handed out that ushered offering come forward to help me usher this. While we, uh, Here's how we'll do this. We'll pass both the bread and, and the cup, hold on to it until the end, and we'll take it together. And during this, there'll be a, a song with the lyrics up on the screen. Um, just watch and reflect on all that God has done.